Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. For the Ephesian believers, their faith was in the Lord Jesus. Now, Lord actually means master. It means owner or the one who holds absolute power. I think today we're so quick to call him Lord, but is he really? I mean, the truth of the matter is, few of us really know that kind of connection with him. This love spoken of in this book, in this chapter, in this letter, this is the word agape. This is that unconditional and sacrificial love, the love God himself has and expresses. It's not a sentimental or an emotional love, but it's obedient in our seeking of another's highest good. When we agape love someone, our desire is for their good. Paul was obviously very connected to these believers in Ephesus. They were, in fact, part of his constant prayer life, and the thoughts of them causing him, well, to give God's praise here. Paul knew that it was God who did it. It was God who made them what they were. And that elicited a rather awe and wonder in Paul, which he now brought to the Creator in prayer. Sort of like, hey God, you did good. Paul says he did not stop praying for them. How we need to learn from Paul as to what it means to participate in a real and frontline prayer life. An offensive prayer life. Offense. Not a weak apologetic defense that seeks only for God to forgive us for being idiots and protect us from the boogeyman that's out there waiting for us. The Ephesian believers had firmly established their faith, not not a false faith in their pastor or even one in their church. These things are going to, from time to time, fail us, but their faith was placed in God and no, he would never fail them. We're in Ephesians chapter 1, and we're going to pick it up in verse 18 today. He says, I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can see something of the future he has called you to share. I want you to realize that God is made rich because we are Christ have been given to him. You see, Paul, he knew that the Christian life never sat still. A person has to grow or else he's just going to slip backward. So Paul, he wanted the Ephesian believers to grow in their knowledge and in their power of God. He had just shared the great blessings of God, which was theirs when they first came to know God. Uh, Now he wanted them to grow in these blessings, the blessings of knowing God and experiencing the power of God. Therefore, he told them that he prayed for them. In fact, he never ceased to ask God that they might grow in the knowledge and the power of God. Now, Paul desires for them the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Uh, That's what the King James Version says back in 17. What's the spirit of wisdom? Well, the spirit reaches out and it grasps after wisdom, a spirit that hungers and thirsts after wisdom. God had already delivered, according to 2 Peter, all that we need that pertains to life and godliness. That verse says, seeing that his divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and virtue. Now, Paul's heart is that they truly grasp this fact. 
that they were to understand what all this is about. You see, it matters little how much truth and blessings that God has given us if we don't understand it. I mean, you can go to church every Sunday of your life and still fail to grasp these mysteries that Paul is speaking of here, the ones that Christ desires for us to know, because the answer you see is in Christ. First in salvation, but after that, there is the living and the abiding in his presence, the coming to know him in that intimate way. It's there that brings us both the joy of his blessings as well as the relationship that Christ seeks to have with us. It's not just a bunch of religion. It's only when we identify with Christ from afar. He says in the old version uh, of our text, says the eyes of your heart in verse 18. Now, you got to know that that speaks of the whole man, the eyes of your heart. Our answer lies not in the intellects here, gang, but in the heart. So Paul, he desired that the believers in Ephesus not only, again, were born again, but they grew up and embraced their calling. There's a lot of churches out there today that embrace the first part of that, you know, the born again part. But man, they're unwilling to push the second part, that part of growing up. Teaching discipleship and calling for maturity and the answering of God's personal call upon a person's life, well, man, that's risky business for any Christian community today. There are simply a lot of people who like the idea of salvation and eternal life, but, well, discipleship, that's expensive. Not to mention the whole fulfilling our calling business. It's just a lot easier for a church not to push that envelope. And it would have been a lot more politically advantageous for Paul if he hadn't pushed it either. But he did, and so do we. Essentially, this issue has cost us here in this church more attendees in our community, more than any other issue, by leaps and bounds. Because you see, sadly, such folks will never know what Paul was speaking of here. They'll never know the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Because this glory... This inheritance that Paul's speaking of here in his letter, it doesn't come from salvation, however wonderful that is. It actually comes from being attached to the vine, living in him, in discipleship. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit BelieversTogether.com.